0: Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Ned the Head Ryerson. Oh, Needle Ned. The Needle Ned. Ned. Ned the Head. This is
1: Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. So put your little hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain you can't climb. Ooh.
2: Babe. <laughs> I got you,
0: babe. I got you,
1: babe. Cue the theme song. Don't drive angry. Don't drive angry. Uh, will you be checking out today, Mr.
0: Connor? Chance of departure today, one thing.
1: <laughs> Watch out for that first step,
0: it's a Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. More your bus is leaving. This is one time where television really fails to capture the true excitement of a large squirrel predicting the weather. All right,
1: folks. Today we're going to look at Groundhog Day. And unfortunately, we don't have Ned the Head Ryerson on. We have Brent, Brent. the Head. And I'm Brent. <laughs> <laughs> Groundhog Day. Uh, welcome back, Brent. It's always it's good to have you, buddy.
2: Thank you. It's say- fantastic it's to be here. It's, it's cold out there. It's Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. It's cold outside. going to be cold.
1: Uh, so Groundhog Day, uh, was 1993, starring Bill Murray, directed and written by Harold Ramis, getting back together after
2: Ghostbusters. They hated each other after this too. They didn't talk to each other for 20 years.
1: Well, if you had to relive the same day over and over and over again for a movie, you'd hate it too. They apparently
2: just had a lot of arguments about how this movie should have gone down and they didn't, they didn't agree. Interesting. Strange
0: that two comedy geniuses would just sit there and argue. (laughs) That's true. That's uh, a... pretty awesome i would love to be in on those conversations i would have loved to
2: have heard what their disagreements were because this is a hugely successful and popular movie it is
1: it is and it follows phil a pittsburgh weatherman who goes to punksatawney this small town in pennsylvania
2: same name as groundhog too that is
1: right and phil he um relives the same day groundhog day over and over and over again (laughs) And as he does, he gets better at fighting, and he learns how to use the mech suit better, and he's killing all the. Oh wait, that's that's another movie. Uh, oh yeah, so oh that's the futuristic Groundhog. Day. I was like, oh, man, this I really an important twenty minutes in this
2: movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I gotta say the beginning of this movie was has the weirdest shit because they have a credit sequence over blue clouds, then they have the introduction to him being a weatherman, and then they have another credit sequence continuing on as they're driving to Punxsutawney. That's right. So that was very weird. I've never. To this day, ever seen another movie do that again? And I thought it was not a good idea. It's, Why not just have the introduction of the weatherman and then the credits over the driving? That would have made it, more sense. It's
1: true. And after the weather station bit, they show a picture of the TV, which has the um the the shot of the clouds? Pittsburgh. Oh, and then then it goes to the actual real life part of that. And then yeah, it fades it's up very weird.
2: They should have just had the intro with introducing him having to go to Punxsutawney. And- And then the driving credits, I don't know why they did both. It was obviously a choice that they made, but very weird. Um, I never noticed that before either. It was the first time I ever know. I've seen this movie a bunch and I'd never known that. True.
1: That is true. Did you guys Um, find that weird? I didn't stand out to me as extremely strange, but now that you're saying, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen that before or since.
2: Like an intermission
0: in the credits? Yeah. It's very weird. I've decided not to have an opinion on it. Brent's <laughs> like, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> let it go.
1: We forgive Harold Rip. Yeah.
2: Oh my God. I'm. That was a, yeah, that was a tragic loss. That guy's great. Yeah, he is so much good stuff.
1: Um, he was good. Uh, so I definitely want uh, Bill Murray to be a weatherman because as a weatherman, he's pretty awesome. I want to be my dad. He's getting on the screen and he's blowing the the low pressure system in. <laughs> I thought
2: you were going to say something else. Pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And
1: he blows himself i want I want soap. him to be my
2: dad. If anyone could be my dad, sorry, Dad but I'm sure my dad doesn't listen. Uh, I want Bill Murray to be my dad. <laughs> oh, I totally make that trade, oh, yeah. one hundred percent. Bill Murray's <laughs> awesome anyway. So he goes to uh Punk satani. Uh, and like
1: how many movies uh, start or take place in Pittsburgh? It's true uh, not a not a city used for movies. Oh, right, Transformers.
2: Oh, that's sad. But oh, anyway, spring. so that's I think... true.
0: <laughs> they do a great... <laughs> what? Yeah, Heinz Field, f- the whole ground falls out in that one. But
1: that's not really Pittsburgh. They just used Heinz Ward in that scene. It's well, not. I'm Pittsburgh.
0: thinking of something else. It was filmed else. in Pittsburgh and it was the Pittsburgh Stadium. This sounds... God damn it, it's the only thing they've got. Don't take it from them. <laughs> I hate Pittsburgh. This is semantics, but anyway. <laughs> go Steelers.
2: I feel like they Steel do a great job in what they that people don't do today in film in this movie which is they make a a kind of a despicable main character but he's charming and likable yeah so he's not a good person he's an asshole he's arrogant he's mean mm-hmm. he's 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 biting and but he's also got a certain charm and lightness to him so you want him to be nicer and you want him to change and you want him to succeed. And a lot of movies don't start off the main character anymore that way.
1: Yeah, they make them completely unlikable.
2: Are they, well, they either make them completely unlikable or they make them saints. So they have nothing to gain through the journey of the film.
0: I enjoy the charismatic asshole. It's almost like a anti-hero type of feel to a comedy type of character. Yeah,
2: yeah, totally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's great, right? And so right off the bat when he's talking to uh, Chris El- Christopher Elliot Elliott and, uh, and What's-Her-Face Rita in the van and stuff and uh he's like pissed off about going there and he's uh he's like he's just he comes off as so arrogant right yeah like he shouldn't be doing this he's he's so above doing this any longer
0: can that guy be a different character by the way the guy that drives the van (laughs) oh yeah chris elliott (laughs) it's like he came straight from the something about mary uh set to this and he's like didn't change no (laughs) he's equally as creepy cabin boy yeah. Oh my God. I can't <laughs> believe he
2: ever starred in a movie, but Christopher Elliott starred in a movie called Cabin Boy. He was the main star. He was Cabin
1: Boy, yeah. yeah. Um. So So something interesting about Groundhog Day is that uh, Phil goes and he does his news story. Um, he gets up in the morning. He lives the whole day. He does a decent job except for the post part of, of the Groundhog coming out. Then he goes home and then he wakes up and it's the same day again. So unlike any movie where someone... Wakes up and something different has happened that they're young all of a sudden, or they're reliving the same day, or whatever. There was no like incident, he didn't wish for it, he's not cursed he doesn't have a bonk on the head like it's just
2: yeah some old woman doesn't like cast a spell on him because he like disses her
1: yeah they don't they don't explain how it starts which it's not a bad thing i just i hadn't really thought about it or noticed it before but he just starts reliving the same day
2: yeah he doesn't touch the same book and say the same words as some other person yeah or some weird shit you're right it just he just wakes up
1: so maybe it's because he calls phil a squirrel um, in his first newscast. <laughs> well, I don't know uh, if it's Pugs that. Atani Phil, uh, maybe it's the groundhog that's cursing him, uh, which he repays in a few li- uh, live kills. days after by killing Phil. Don't drive angry. Yeah. So so I just, it's interesting that they decided to go that way where there's no, like, I guess you'd say, Colin, from a screenwriting perspective, there's no inciting incident kind of that Well, way.
2: the inciting incident will be when he wakes up, but there, you're right. There's no um. There's no mechanism. Or, yeah. yeah. There is no, thing that indicates why he's trapped here that's
0: very interesting because that puts god in this movie or, or some kind of fatalistic influence then because the whole th- purpose of this thing he doesn't get to end that day until she ends up in his bed like well, until he connects with her right i want
1: to talk about that because what is it that gets him out of the cycle and he does try to get with her and it can't just be that he has to sleep with her well but he doesn't that she has to spend the night. night no they don't they don't actually have sex ever in this movie i don't No, think. they anyway. don't um, yeah, with a lot of other people. But I think he has to learn about he has to accept himself and like learn his own life lesson and just the fact that she's there for that is is kind of a side, but I don't think the whole goal of him stopping to relive his his nightmare is for her to fall in love with him or anything like that. I think it's his own acceptance of himself. Um and that he kind of just chooses to be with her cause he falls in love with her over his. Yeah.
2: And, and the interesting thing too, is this movie has a very solid, actually three act structure because the first act of the movie that happens to him and he does what a, a probably a bad person would do, which is he uses it to his advantage to like have sex with women to steal money to um, you know, he he he. There's some woman he takes to the movies who's dressed in a in a costume yeah, of a probably, French yeah. maid. She's yeah. probably a working girl. So so a French maid. So he's he's having a lot of sex. He's stealing things. He's he's doing but crazy I mean, things. But I mean,
0: that's think of how long he was there. He was there long enough to learn languages, to master the piano. Like he was there because you can't master the piano at that level in a year.
2: And that's a great question that you're proposing because I think a lot of people have asked this is how long was his actual dilemma?
0: Yeah. He spent probably a thousand.
1: A thousand years. A hundred lifetimes. Like, I don't know. Something like that. Like I've heard that. I've heard that put out there. there.
2: I I would, my guess has always been, and I feel like it is open to just your own personal viewing is like five, five to 10 years maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe worth like of days, worth maybe. of days, like five years of days. Yeah, yeah. That, that that. So like three hundred and sixty-five times five. Well,
0: he has enough that he goes from like enjoying it to pure he, losing he, his Initially, mind. initially it's shock.
1: Yeah. And then slowly after he has his night out with the guys and gets arrested, that's when he's like, oh, this is a gift. Yeah, And oh then God. he starts to go raging and have a sex and do all that stuff. And then and steal the money from the bank. <laughs> then he's like, he sets his sight on Annie McDowell. He's like, I'm going to sleep with her. And he gets I a think, new challenge. You really see him going crazy in there because um by the time he's in the snowball fight for the second time he's yeah. like oh look it's a bunch of kids i want to have kids someday you can tell he's like starting to lose it and then yeah, there's that whole slew of everything. scenes where she's slapping him. he's pushing it then he's he slips pressuring. into complete despair Depression. and then he, then he tries to kill himself the first time and then he goes through the slew of killing himself <laughs> and then he slowly goes into acceptance and realizes um he's in the diner one day and he hears the piano and it's just as he started to do nice things for people
2: and he goes he to the to god a where he thinks he's a yeah. god yeah. yeah, I love I'm that not, stuff. I'm not the guy, but so but the structure—the <laughs> structure that's so great—is the first part is him becoming, uh, finding out that he's trapped. Then he goes crazy and does like a lot of s- self-serving things for himself, like mm-hmm. to enjoy himself. And then the second act is he goes for Rita, and that becomes his new challenge. And he spends in my opinion, watching that movie again, probably a year or two just working on it, trying to bang her. Yeah. Like, that is it. And he just wants to bang her. Like, because Brent said... See, but I
0: don't think it's that he's trying to bang her. I think he... I think he... I think he digs her. I think he's really trying to be with her. But he can't get he's, with but her. And in,
1: in when he's trying to directly get with her for those first bits, I get the sense that he's trying to trick her. Like, yes. he, he's not... He's not um, genuine. Yeah, he's not being genuine. He's like, okay, okay first, no white no no chocolate, no Any fudge.
0: Any girl you ever tried to date or sleep with, you were tricking. You were picking <laughs> up. You, this is the truth. You hey, were ladies, picking up on all the things they like. Brent's single now. You were learning, yes <laughs> <I, Just laughs> recently <laughs> single. Look out, ladies. Hey, get ready to be. Tricked. You like to be Pick. manipulated and tricked. <laughs> this this I is your guy. I don't mean that. I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean, you learn the things that they like. You learn what drinks they like. You learn where they came from. What their history is. You. Try to relate to them through different things i see brent's value now that's what he's doing (laughs) i do the dentist system i'm just kidding um what he does what he does is he's trying to to learn about her so that he can use that to to develop a connection with her but that's all but that's it's, all I flirting think it's, and yeah. but it's yeah. very
2: self-serving though because he gets very angry and frustrated it's when it's not one working one of us
0: try to bang people for them no but he
2: actually doesn't have any interest in her at that point other than that she's a unicorn he cannot get yeah
1: that that's that was my take on it too he bangs his way through gets, the town he gets Nancy quick and he tricks her and he's even like saying Rita's name and that he loves her to, and she's like all into it and he's that's like that, thing. that was an easy conquering and he's like now onto her because she's much more difficult but I got it now I got to get it and then he's just like learning like no white chocolate no fudge he learns like poetry but it's all like just to and he's like when he actually does get her back into his room and he starts making out and she's trying to slow it down then he gets like super creepy desperate almost, and says he almost loves rape her. her rapey and he says he loves her um, because he thinks that'll be the trick that'll get her in but I don't think he's actually feeling it at that point it takes him much longer towards the end of the movie when he's actually trying to like be genuine that's
2: the actual scene where you realize that he's just a prick because he says he loves her and he's he wants to be with her and stuff and you realize he'll say anything to just get her in bed and he's not has there's nothing genuine about his feelings and then he can't get her and then he goes into his dark depression and so that's still in the middle of the second act, and there's some great fun in games where he's like jumping off
0: buildings, yeah, and the toaster. The toaster is one of my favorite. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. That's such a short little scene. It's so funny. Yeah. And
2: then, and then the third act is where he, where he uh, starts out when he talks to her about being God, yeah, and he goes through a whole great day with her where she actually starts to believe that he, this is happening to him, and then she tells him in bed that. Uh, uh this he's looking at it all wrong and that this could be yeah he could improve himself like think of all the things that he could do and then
1: then he starts to do that's
2: what he starts to do is he starts to learn the piano he starts to learn
1: this whole stuff with the homeless guy that the old man is very very sad Mm -hmm. yeah Um, i
2: almost would have taken that out it didn't feel like it fit
1: i don't know it really i don't know it got me in the feels this time like a, a comedy of this sort doesn't usually go to that dark side Uh, quite as much but it was also i think important for phil to realize that he can't save everybody um
2: yeah that's true and there is that great moment where they're in the hospital and uh she says sometimes people just die and he says not today yeah Mm -hmm. i do love that scene the thing that i would have gotten rid of and i think would have made the connection with him and rita stronger is when rita stays up with him till midnight and she gets mad at him Mm -hmm. and then she says she'll stay when she's asleep and he says all that stuff to her when she's asleep, I feel like is super over the top, heavy handed. And I would have gotten rid of all that whole scene. Yeah. And I would have just had her maybe look at over her sleeping beside him. And then the clock turns and then he wakes up because you don't need him to say that stuff. Mm. It's so over the top and on the nose. And so like to the dumb audience, like why did this is how I feel about her. You might, you might've been blocked. Your view might've been blocked when that was happening. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why that would be. I, um, I, I, I wonder why it took so long in the movie to see him try to stay up through the night. Oh, uh, well. It, so it feels uh, like that would be the first thing. Like you, he you'd does. spend a couple of days repeating, you'd be like, okay, wait a minute. Tonight I'm just going to stay up.
1: One of his first nights, I think it's the second or third when he's starting to figure it out, he breaks his pencil and puts it on his nightside table. That's yeah. like his second or third night. Yeah. Uh, and the clock yeah. says four. So it's, he stayed up till 4 a.m. that night and then he doesn't roll over to go to sleep. He goes over and he puts his, his um, hand on his chin and he starts looking at the clock. So I get the sense that he tried it then. Okay. Um, <laughs> so then, but you got to ask yourself something like, the morning he wakes up, why doesn't he just try and drive back to Pittsburgh that morning? Because the blizzard doesn't hit until later that day. The highway
2: wouldn't be closed till later that day. Oh, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Shit i think the town was going to keep him there no matter what he must try it was going to that point did it
0: doesn't hold up yeah no that's right no don't don't do that
2: no but that actually is a great point but if you think about that scene where he tells rita all that stuff while she's asleep yeah it's so unnecessary because he could have done that with one look
1: yeah no i i I feel the same Just one
2: look over at her and then the clock hits like that one look of like just genuine like appreciation for this another human being laying beside him, instead he like says it, yeah, which is, and it's a film. It's, like, it's
1: a bit, it's it's definitely a bit much. I that, guess that's that probably one of the play to the dumb audience.
2: One of the but, biggest flaws, I think, for the movie was they they say a little too much at times. I yeah, get
0: that. But I like how the theme of the movie is basically like like time, wasted time, and like how much how much time really exists in a day. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like how much you could do yeah your life like this movie is all about capturing opportunity yeah i think this movie is actually like a really big scope and that's something i picked up watching at this time that i'd never got before was seeing like the bigger picture of it i'd always kind of dialed in like really short-sighted on just like the comedy and the scenes and like never looked past it to any depth but i think with with like the whole mechanism of the repeating day and then finally he starts to do things and build and work on himself and like grow and learn and like really just like, you know, he embraces the opportunity. I think like that's just a huge metaphor for life, right? Like, and I, I, I think it's weird to have that in such like a crazy comedy, yeah. but I think that it does it really, really well. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah.
2: All of that's so true about this movie. I, I feel like what it boils down to is, um, like in very small terms is someone who's miserable, and just decides that they're going to be happy and stop looking at all the negative and start looking at the positive. I mean, it really boils down to something that's so simple and beautiful as that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What
1: would you do with eternity? Well, you could, you could bang and you could steal and you could do all this stuff, but if you want happiness, then you work on self-betterment. And I, I love that message. Yeah, because always...
2: he's so miserable. He's like a miserable, dark person in the beginning of the movie. And like, he's, he's got a good job. Like, you know what I mean? Like he has no real reason to be as miserable as he is. And that's Mm -hmm. what he learns. Yeah.
1: He goes to the small town. The more he gets experience with the town and realizes the people there and their lives are are simpler. And And they're genuine. Yeah. I think that really gets to him later on. Um, It's great. So he's, there's a couple of little things. Um, So on his kind of last big day, um, he goes around the town and he's doing all his good with the ladies and the tire. Um, if you, if you start piecing together this story, then on this day, um, that on Groundhog Day, there was actually a lot of things that went down in Punxsutawney. Um, like there's that old homeless man dies pretty much no matter what he does. The kid, if he's not around, falls out of the tree from a height where he's probably seriously injured. For sure. Uh, and Buster, the, I don't know if he's the mayor or whatever, chokes, (laughs) chokes in the restaurant and likely dies. Because uh, if Phil's not there to save him, yeah, they think uh, it's a heart Heimlich attack maneuver. They think it's a heart attack, so that he'd be like, ah, and he'd be dead. So that would be a huge day in the town. But Phil stops all that um, when she walks into the party that's going on. Phil's up on stage playing piano, and by by now he's a master piano mm. player. But that piano teacher is up there saying, he's my student. And I'm like, what? He went to her that day at some point and got a final lesson to make sure that he was rehearsed. Well, he went every day. For the scene. I know, but she wouldn't remember that.
2: Well, no, no she'd only... always show
0: up and be like, ding. Yeah.
1: Ding. Oh, yeah. And then like two hours later, he'd be like, and they, they even make a point to she says, you're pretty good. Like, you, you, you're you, getting this better. Is your first lesson. Uh, but I don't think he would have gone, like, he would have had so much other shit going on that day. Because, like, he tells Rita he has errands to run. Uh, and he does his um, I don't know if it's dostoevsky or or whoever he mentions in his report when everyone's watching him, which doesn't quite make sense either. He, like he talks everyone about... would think he's a jerk. Like how would he set it up to have everybody there holding on? The I know, up but I him? think
2: I think his lead-in was so good, though, that everyone stopped and wanted to hear what his final thoughts were, which he's talking about Chekhov and like the moon landing and stuff. I love that because like his speech is awesome. It's a beautiful, amazing speech about this stupid crowd dog. But everybody wouldn't be
1: there like and with he, cameras he on. He says him. their
2: hearts and harps. I know. It's very over the top, yeah. but I actually like that.
1: I know. It's it's all good fun. I love the music he's playing on the piano, like that 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 jazzy bluesy riffs that he's doing. Yeah. I actually looked up uh, on YouTube for other people who could play like that and it's
2: badass. I, I, um, I think that badass. I think that the reason they do that though is because um He becomes so good at everything over the course of years that like his, they're just trying to really highlight and it is a little bit over the top, like how amazing of a person he's become in so many different aspects of his life. Speaking, music.
0: Yeah, very Wasted potential, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And
2: so like people are just drawn to him because everyone, that's also true because everyone in the town seems to know who he is. And they've only met him that one day because he never met anyone. Well, the day famous. Before. They
0: recognize him as a reporter. Mm. They some some do. of them do,
2: but yeah. I mean, they
1: all like just. I mean, he saves Buster's life. Um, he gets those guys tickets to WrestleMania.
2: <laughs> oh, do
1: you know the, the 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 dude, the guy in that couple, is Michael Shannon from Boardwalk yeah. Empire? I did not know the that. The Shape of Water. Young, totally. Uh, this must have been his first appearance. Oh I my was god! Like, Holy
0: fuck! It is him. I have to go back and look.
2: No way! WrestleMania. That's awesome. So, yeah. is
0: there? Is there a um, separate stream of time for each day that he ends or okay, does that so, end for everyone else? Because uh, yeah. do those guys get the WrestleMania tickets and get to go to WrestleMania? Does all the stuff that... Does Ned Ryerson have a black eye the next day because he got socked by him?
1: So do you know what? The answer to this is yes. And I love time travel theory uh, and, and branching off into different times. And the one reason I say yes is because um, when he dies one time, they show in the morgue um, the producer and the camera guy mm-hmm. bringing back the blanket on the body and seeing his dead body there. But so then, that leads me to believe that those timelines go on. But so. that would
2: be the same day though. I think it we're would gonna, he would be, but, himself but in he's, he's
1: dead. So from his consciousness, he would like oh, restart. Oh, I see. He but restarts, you get to see that time goes on for each of these streams. But if
2: time's going, oh my God. So that means that there's thousands and thousands of times that he's affected. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, in a, in a really bad way too.
2: Yeah, and some, yeah, like he robs banks. He like, he like bangs a ton. I bet you he banged his way through that whole town until he got to Rita.
0: Male and female. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, eventually he probably And actually, depending,
0: because I've read some theories that talk about it being infinity, that he's there, like just like an infinity he, amount of time. So, well, not yeah. infinity amount of time, but you know what I mean. A but long like, time. He'd have hit the animals even.
2: Like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he would have been like... Now that I think he's about it, he's like I've it. had sex with everything, but I've never had sex with a chicken. Says, no. What do I got to <laughs> do? Uh, what do I got to do to get out of kill this time? Myself. Um, oh yeah, he's trying everything. He's like maybe if I just have sex with maybe everything that I moves, I'm fall in love with a cow. That's it, it will will move on in time. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, I like to actually the idea to think that if if a
1: person starts uh, moving towards their adulthood and who they're gonna be when they're maybe in their twenties, it would be awesome if Phil relived. I don't know how old he'd be in this movie, around 40? Yeah, late 30s, like late 30s, early 40s. So if he, had, if he had 15 or 20 years to make up for all the things he wasn't doing um, to make him a better person in his 40s, so if he had started to work on the piano and all that stuff and, and be nice, that's a nice thought for me that he maybe had 15 or 20 years to make up for how he fucked his life into a smashed bag of assholes.
0: Oh, 100%. The rest of his life is hugely helped by this. Like he's got language and skills Music, everything, right? He could
1: stop being... Actually, he says to Andy McDowell at the end, he's like, we're going to move here. Um, Yeah, he does say that. So another problem I have with the movie is that um, on his last best day, he's carving her face into the ice sculpture. Yeah, that's great. And she thinks it's so beautiful. He turns it around and he tells her then that he loves her. Which is really weird because she just that day would have heard him do his fun report and then he leaves and then the next time she sees him is at the party when she buys him an auction and then like he carves her face and then he's like, and I love you. And she's like, oh, now it now it works. I'm like, no, that, that actually wouldn't work still.
0: Yeah, because all the rest of the time she wasn't into that cold opener. No. Yeah.
1: No, even if he gave a great report and then was like, I got to run some errands and then next time she sees him, she's like, he can play piano. Everybody's
2: going around and saying how much they love him and stuff too. But I I still feel like you're right. I mean, it seems very quick that she falls in love with him in in like a half
0: a day of time of seeing him. Well, because she despises him at the beginning of every one of those days. So for her to do that quick turn.
1: She's very defensive of him because he's shown nothing except being a prima donna, Mm. um, ego, ego egocentric jerk. Jerk, yeah. yeah. But she's, she's always open to the idea and on many of the days, you see her get kind of flipped. But once she realizes she's being tricked, she's like, fuck this. Because she's like a, a good girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she
2: realizes she's being manipulated.
1: And so maybe you could argue on the last day that she falls for him. But still, the fact that he says, you know, that he loves her and all that stuff do- he has, doesn't quite does land Does he say for me.
2: love? Because I don't remember I'm that. I'm pretty sure he does, yeah. He says, "I think I think he just says that he would be able to have made her face with his eyes closed. Yeah, which is also really fucking creepy and weird. If, if you just met someone, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends, once again, how they take it. If she's into him, then that's romantic. And if she's not, he's a serial killer. Yeah.
0: I've watched you sleep so many times, I could build your face from scratch. Yeah. So, that's
2: yeah. true. Okay. Thank you got to wonder if he did get dark and do some, he, like, really dark stuff. He tried some
1: and, really handsy stuff. So, I, like, they never go into that he tried murder or anything like that. You have to or rape or Yeah. Like, you have to wonder if he. Like he'd want his way, right? And he's like going out of his way to trick Andy McDowell. So if he maybe got pushed too hard, he'd be like, well, I'm just going to take her then.
0: Well, have this roofie. Those cops on the train track died. Yeah. For sure. They were driving right behind his car. Yeah. And I guess he they kind of pulled off into off a ditch, on the road. but you never see them But their tires would have been locked in the tracks. He couldn't yeah. turn off either.
2: That's true. And, and some
0: flapjacks. <laughs> <laughs> too early for flapjacks?
2: <laughs> I love his. One of my favorite scenes is his speech about how he's God. Yeah, and how he's uh immortal and uh, he talks about all the things he's done that we didn't get to see. He's like, I've been stabbed, yeah, burned, poisoned. How did he poisoned. get stabbed and poisoned? Po- but What about burned? He said he was burned. Yeah, That's burned a terrible death. way that to go. That is terrible. Well,
1: he doesn't actually say it. He doesn't say I threw myself off a building. He or, says burned. I think he says electrocuted, but...
2: Yeah, he says electrocuted, um, but that's what I mean is like, those are all terrible. Shot? He
1: says he shot. How the fuck does he Those are all that?
2: terrible ways to die. Being burned has got to be the worst way to die. Yeah, I would think so.
0: Uh, it's supposed to be not bad. All the air gets sucked right out of you immediately. You die pretty quick. Oh, great. Thanks, Brent.
2: Great. <laughs> 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 I've, I've looked into it. Brent's like, <laughs> I've checked it all out. Thumbs up. <laughs> Thumbs up on the burn. <laughs> was
0: that, is that a, was that a bad thing? Drowned. About that? He says drowned but I guess
1: That's any any, any complaints I have be. about it um there are other movies where people fall in love really quickly and you're watching this movie mostly from Bill Murray's point of view
2: so I um, gotta be honest with you I didn't I, I agree with you when you're saying it but when I was watching the movie I, I felt I didn't feel that I felt yeah. it, they the way they directed it and the way it was written and the way it was presented I felt satisfied with her falling in love with him. are it's not because even
0: because we're softened to it it's because we are yeah. we are engaged in a manner which we're allowed to build into that yeah that acceptance well, and we
2: get to see him with her on those other days where where they did connect like the night they stayed up all night yes whereas that's exactly. removed every day yeah so you don't
1: see it from their perspective same with the piano teacher saying that's my student when he's just slaying it on the piano like he's better than her at that point (laughs) and maybe he went in and paid a thousand dollars for that rehearsal but she wouldn't like then turn to Andy McDowell it's like Slash walks in the door and he's like you want to play guitar together I'd be like yeah and then I we go to a concert I'm like that's my student like fuck no
2: that's the last that's really
0: that's true that lying bitch she's trying to take credit for the last year
2: the last year or two that he was taking lessons with her he would have been like she would have just been giving him small tips yeah
0: like I'd
1: say more than two years like 10 maybe like just to learn to play piano like he was playing that's crazy but i'm just good. saying the
2: last couple of years yes. the last couple of years she would have been giving him tips or she would have just been watching as a spectator and not giving him any advice because he was so good because he's better than her at yeah. some point
0: so wait also for sure he slept with her in one of these games, oh yeah right? oh
2: definitely oh no that happened he's like i said he banged his way through that town like i mean i feel like he would have done that in his
0: dark times and there is a place in the world called Gobbler's Knob. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. It was my one big point. Clearly, <laughs> that was something I was going to hang on to. I it might as well be called
1: like Suck Dick Square.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm building a house in the middle of that plaza.
2: Blowjob blow Villa. Yeah. like
0: <laughs> So that's, blow a, little, job
2: that's square. a little weird. Blowjob yeah. Knob.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, the groundhog is all cute and stuff like that backdrop, but really this this is a, a deeper than just a comedy. Um and so I like I like how light it gets. Is
2: she the uh is she the she's the curse breaker?
1: I think it's him. I think when he can let himself go and accept who he is and be happy with who he is. I think even if he didn't get her the day might have ended. Uh, I, I would, For me, again, I would have preferred if they had been started on a course towards forming a relationship and not been like, I love you and let's move here. Oh, my God.
2: You know what could have been great is mm. if he would have, they would have, they would have had a real connection again and he would have taken her home and walked her home and then kind of morosely, sadly, went back to his hotel and went to sleep and been like, you know what? Another great day, but like I got to start all over again. And he woke up alone and then he like maybe like went running over to her place. Yeah,
1: like knocks on her door. She opens the door and she's like,
2: Phil? And he'd be like... <laughs> He's like, you want to get some breakfast or yeah. something? Like, something? Like something yeah. simple instead have, of like, let's move here.
1: hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> like I don't need that kind of like gravy where they're going to move in together in this small town. Like practically, yeah, like, have to you leave know their what?
2: jobs. And yeah, that's true. That doesn't make quite as much sense. Yeah, but, we're going to move here. I guess that's a pretty big leap. Yeah. I
0: mean, but it's a love story, right? And it's all about... It's yeah. it's all about like um, stepping outside, right? So them moving there and quitting their jobs and whatever else might be part of that, part of that enlightenment enlightenment that he got through the the days of repeating and repeating Definitely. and repeating so the same stuff. Why well, yeah. is that? He learned that maybe, maybe the small stuff is what matters or something, right? Like yeah, this no, is a love 100%, story.
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. And he got it's just me personally that that feels like I don't need that over the top to know that they're going to fall in love and be together and probably move in together, yeah. Maybe have kids like all that stuff. like a to great me, that's what
0: depressing Phil wants, to think that no, to that small town for a your- little bit but a great <laughs> a great comedy
2: me. that does that was sideways where um the movie ends with with him knocking on the door with him knocking on her door, and she invited him to come back to visit her and he knocks on a door in it and then the movie ends. So After like
0: slamming a bottle of bordeaux so nice yeah. in a plastic cup in a fast food diner. Oh, yeah. uh, a yeah. gangster. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um okay, uh Groundhog Day. So yeah, this movie is now at a point for me it's timeless almost. Um I I like it a lot. Bill Murray is the great asshole but likable guy who he's he's funny enough that you get behind him and then as you see him go through his struggles you kind of really start feeling for him and he tries pathetic things <laughs> to say whatever he he wants to get laid and, and then tries to have some fun with it but eventually the fact that he tries to make up for the way he's lived his life up till now and learns those lessons really good, really powerful stuff and this movie is really funny, uh, I still laugh aloud and it's not not your typical slapstick stuff, There's there's some deep Deep undertones, some some good comedy. Um, Bill Murray's brother's awesome as Buster. He steals the show. I'm just kidding, he doesn't. The groundhog does. I'm just kidding, it's Bill Murray. Anyway, um, yeah, so I like this movie. This movie holds up for me. it yeah. always will. This is one of the best comedies ever made.
2: They also yeah, they also do a great job of introducing the the town's characters many different times in the days, and then he kind of goes through and, and introduces them to Rita yeah. to show how much he knows about every single person. So like you actually, those secondary characters become very real for you quickly, yeah. which is something that's really tough to do. Like the married couple, uh, or even Nancy, like Nancy feels like a fully developed character by the end of that movie. Yeah.
0: This movie would have been so frustrating to write, man. Just to keep track of the days and the characters yeah. and, and the introductions yeah. and the, the, just the time oh, and everything else. Yeah, so It would have been a real, real tough job to just manage all of the details. I was, because you I gotta was,
1: think that on each set so in the diner they'd have to shoot all those like in a couple of days they would shoot that together yeah Yeah. so he'd be like okay you're this now you're this now you're this now, you're this. now you look sad okay now you're in here and we don't know anything about you now you're a main character just sit there go 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 I w- every scene would have been like that um wait i think it would have been really tougher
2: weird. for bill murray than anything because it would have been like this is your motivation for today You're like this just happened and this is how you're feeling because every day would have been different for Bill Murray and everyone else was just the same.
1: I've so. reached the end of me, Rita. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that was the best is when uh, when he uh, is looking into the camera and he's like, uh, This winter is never going to end. Yeah. And then he's like, I've got to do something about it. I've <laughs> got to stop him. He must be stopped. And then he and walks away. Stop him. <laughs> and I'm going to stop him. And he walks away. And then that guy's like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, he walks up to Rita and says goodbye to her before he, like, steals the groundhog. There's some great... I love
1: it. I've reached the end of me, Rita, is one of my
2: favorite lines. Because there's some great... Even the suicidal stuff is very funny. Like, it's very hard to make suicide comedy. Yes. And this movie pulls that off in like very interesting ways. Yeah, it does. Like, because it's it's very dark, but but at no point do I feel sad. I think it's funny.
1: I'm sad with the homeless guy,
2: but... The homeless guy is the only that really... But I
1: think that brings you back, like...
2: Yeah, I take take it back. Because then it can get back to light stuff. Yeah, this movie 100% holds up. (laughs) Brent?
0: 100% 100% agree. Okay. Yeah. Love this movie. Don't have really anything to say that we haven't already covered probably. 93 too. I um, yeah. I think it's awesome. I've always liked it. It's one of those movies that when you tell people um, you're going to watch it or that you just watched it, everyone's response is always, I love that movie. Yeah. Like I mean, there's a reason for that. There's n- nobody hates this movie. That's not a fucking type of person that you'd want to spend time with.
2: And yeah. twenty five at twenty five years old for a comedy to still hold up, I feel like is very tough in this day and age. That's why I still feel like when we did Christmas Vacation, the fact that Christmas Vacation still holds up, like these are comedies from the nineties, same era, yeah. Like these are these are old movies, and I feel like comedies are the toughest for 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 holding up. Yeah, because it is. a drama, it 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 can it's just so much more easier over time because humor and what we feel like is funny or what we feel like is acceptable changes like so quickly nowadays. What it
0: changes is the the delivery. Do you know what I mean? Like the things that are funny are always funny. Family things are always funny. There's always fam like different situations in life. Those maintain um, their humor to them. Right. But it's the approach of the delivery mechanism. So right now there's a lot more sarcasm and kind of cutting like, um, you know, like this this um, irreverent type of humor, right? Mm-hmm. That wasn't the early 90s. The early 90s had a different approach. But because of the cars and all the dated, like, uh, clothing and houses and whatever fashion, that stuff is it doesn't matter, right? The same reason as Christmas vacation, because the things that were funny then are funny now. And that's what the movie does. That's why it ties into that same drama type of thing, because drama tends to pull on our heartstrings or on our emotion. These are things that don't change, right? These are things that are part of our internal being. The same parts of us are um, involved in humor, but it's just instead of, you know, making fun of, bullshit things it's pulling on you I, know
2: I, what it is it's also yes, both, no, I, factors. I both so, yeah. themes both yeah. those movies the humor comes from within inside of the characters it's not a gimmick or something that like no it's not, not a not sight like gag it's goths about goths
1: or or yeah. punks it doesn't go with any of that it's about family relationships or in this one it's about knowing yourself and mm-hmm. and, and, and the humor being comes but the
2: humor comes from the characters are there in the town and the humor comes from the way he deals with the situation so it's not the situation that makes it funny it's it's the character yes what it brings out of him yeah and in christmas vacation what's so funny are the characters so i feel like that's the most important thing with a comedy is it has to come from the characters because if it's just some kind of gag like american pie like fucking a pie or whatever that then that's dating. not, gonna, that too, that's the not gonna hold
0: up ace ventura is about a character right but it's the it's the delivery of the style yeah and it's not that does not hold up now you can't watch that physical humor it might be like a little mm. bit nostalgic
1: but i might disagree on that one i haven't watched that
2: so i every mean every time
0: we do this let's we end put up it on the list another one on the list yeah ace
1: right. ventura has got to go on
2: oh yeah definitely
1: this whole slow motion. Anyway, okay. So, uh, so, yeah, we got three holds up for Groundhog Day,
2: which makes me very happy. Groundhog Day's great. Yep. And I'm Brent. Yay. <laughs> Ryerson. <laughs> Needle nose. Needle ned. Just watch the first Ned step the
1: there, buddy. Clear. It's a doozy. I love
2: the interactions with Ned are great. Yeah, where all he good. the one where he like hits on where Ned. He, I like where he punches him out. Of- <laughs> Ned,
0: <laughs> yeah, he looks so fucking satisfied. awesome. He does. Yeah, on the last day, he happy.
2: buys a shitload of insurance from him. Yeah,
1: and he says Ned says it's the best day for him ever. Um I don't see how that's the case. But anyway, I'm, I'm not. Ned. That's because Ned's not sold, had a good life. It's because yeah. Ned
2: sold life insurance and he got banged by Phil. True. Because I bet you Phil was like, I'll take all the life insurance I can get, but we're going to bang. No, when
1: he tried to to hug him and put that innuendo, Ned was very, very put off. But that's because he didn't (laughs) offer him a bunch of money for insurance. Yeah, that was free. Well, we all know insurance people are all like that, right?
2: There is no free love, people. Thanks, insurance There is no free love.
1: All right, folks, Groundhog Day, thumbs up all over the place. It will always work and watch it and enjoy it
2: yay and there is free love yay that's how I want to this show is if there's no such thing as free love true are, you heard it here you're paying <laughs> <right>. for it. <laughs> one way or the other alright folks have a good one this is not dark
1: thanks for listening everyone make sure you follow us on Instagram our handle is up underscore podcast you can fire us a comment or two add a movie to our wish list and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week